0: Hey, what's going on? Welcome to episode number 789 of Locked On Raptors for Monday, September the 21st. I'm your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter as always, at WoodleySean. You can find the show at Locked On Raptors, where you can find links to every single episode of the podcast. There's a lot of episodes, 789. That's a freaking lot. Go back and check some out if you are interested in any of the back catalog of this daily podcast where things stay fresh every single day, of course. Uh... (laughs) Off to a rollicking start. Uh, reminder please make sure you're checking out all the Locked On Podcast Network shows. It's much appreciated when you do that. And a reminder also that today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com and use the promo code Locked On, and you're going to get $10 off of your next order. So go and check them out. More on Built Bar a little bit later on in the podcast on today's show we are now diving into the depths of the off season so that means we need to help uh we need need, need your help to fill the time here on the podcast and that means it's mailbag time with our favorite katie heindel jumping on the podcast today going to be a two-parter as we have a million questions that came in i sent out the call for questions at like 11.30 midnight on a Sunday night and you get the freaks out that late at night. So we got some good ones here. Katie, welcome to the podcast again. It's been a little while. How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm caffeinated. I've had two coffees. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My allergy uh, medications kicked in. I'm ready. I'm ready for these questions.
0: We always love an allergy medication podcast with Katie. I believe that was a thing (laughs) that took place uh, last week on a basketball our other podcast and it ended up being one of our better ones. So uh, go do that. On that note, if you're a basketball listener and you're not yet subscribed to the Patreon page, we're doing mailbag episodes. Once we get to 30 subscribers and uh, we're like five or six people away. This podcast here, this two-parter mailbag, will be a good preview of what our mailbags will sound like. So please consider, if you like this podcast, you're going to like those bonus podcasts over at a Basketball. Uh, anyway, enough with the shameless self-promotion. Katie, <laughs> let's dive into the questions we got here today. We got a lot of good ones. Let's start off with our pal Blake Murphy, who sends in a non-Raptors-related question. But he asks, what snack to accompany your drink? Does Big Face Coffee... Do best, this feels like a question for Katie, considering your unabashed Jimmy Butler support. uh what snacks does big face coffee do well?
1: Yeah, I feel like this is not gonna be your regular like coffee shop snack you know you're not gonna mm-hmm. get a muffin you're not getting like a like a cookie um you're probably gonna get like raw. Um, are going to get like sprouted seeds, like a handful of sprouted seeds or like a shot glass of sprouted seeds or something. Um, maybe like some raw oatmeal, um, maybe like a wheatgrass, a wheatgrass, um, shot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of, a, it's an interesting. Like, I know Blake didn't mean it like this, but it's almost like a trick question to me because I feel like if you ask Jimmy Butler for a snack while you, like after you ordered a coffee, he would just kind of look at you to be like, you know, one, you don't need anything to compliment this coffee. (laughs) And two, like, you kind of bastardize the coffee by having anything that would like distract you from it. Um, So I don't know, I think like you could, you could, whatever he had, whatever you wanted, you would just get like shot down.
0: Mm -hmm. My thinking here. Yeah. My thinking here is that we know heat culture—the most disgusting two words in uh, the basketball lexicon—but we know that they're all about uh, being skinny and in shape. And uh, let's let's say it: fat shaming a lot of the time. And I don't imagine anything on the menu of the foodstuffs at Big Face Coffee is allowed to have any sugar. I also don't think they're allowed to have sugar like to put in your coffee. You're getting it either black or with milk, and that's it. And so I'm imagining along the lines of what you said. I'm just kind of envisioning like green cubes (laughs) that have just been like pounded down and it's just like jam packed full of different like spirulina
1: cubes yeah
0: yeah and there's just like they're they look a little bit gloopy you need them cold if they get warm they're gonna kind of melt and, and become disfigured and disgusting um, so you get them right out of the cooler and you pop them right in but yeah it's got to be something pretty joyless as much as the big face coffee thing is very fun there's no way they can deviate and offer like decadent like sea salt chocolate chip cookies or anything like that because mm-hmm. Pat Riley would burn the place to the ground if that were the case
1: like a, maybe a colonic
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. as a treat. <laughs> Thanks for the question, Blake. That's a good way to kick things off. <laughs> uh, speaking of milk in coffee, uh, this question comes from Kyle Demetrius, one of the co-hosts of Locked on Sharks. On the NHL network, so go check that out. They're doing some lovely stuff. A team that has not played a meaningful game in like six months, they're kicking ass over there. Either way, Kyle asks, he is also a huge Raptors fan, I should note. If Jokic is considered a quote, seven foot tall bag of milk, what other players should have food based names that describe them perfectly?
1: I don't like that. <laughs> when it's gross, like it grosses we have to think about. And I feel like it's like a strange body shame. I don't like no, it. Oh, it's it's, a, it's, a, it's loving.
0: It's endearing. I mm. think it's a very cool. I bet Nikola Yelkic would enjoy being called that as well. Was this I missed this. Is a couple I people have quoted too. this. Was this on the broadcast last night?
1: I, fuck, I hope no. I don't think so. <laughs> they can't say that kind of stuff. I
0: could see Reggie Miller dropping that for sure.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I don't
0: know. All right, we're going to go through the Raptors roster now and we're going to determine what food stuff they are. I've said the word food stuff twice on this podcast. I don't know why. I haven't used that word in ages. Um, what is uh, Fred Van Vliet, Katie?
1: Mm, like a, but this is just because I'm thinking of the mascot for mm-hmm. um, his college team, <laughs> which I believe. It's not a cob of corn, right? It's like a wheat.
0: Yeah, it's like a stalk of a wheat.
1: Walking stalk of wheat. Yeah. But maybe I would say Fred is a cob of corn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like the stalk of wheat because then you can call him Fred Van Wheat. Yeah, that's but, true. Yeah, the corn also works. Uh, <laughs> I love this question. Uh, what about uh, Marcus Saul? He feels like there's some good food connotations you can attach to him here.
1: I mean, this is. But this is makes me sound like a hypocrite for what I just said about Jokic. But for a while, we did say that sometimes when Mark played, it looked like he'd just eaten a big, big bowl of paella.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I guess
1: like a big. Maybe he's a walking bowl of paella.
0: He's just like a large, unpeeled, cooked shrimp. Oh. That's a good thing. I love unpeeled cooked shrimp. I think that's a good thing to be. Um, this is a weird question. We'll do a couple more. Uh, what's OG Ananobi?
1: Hmm. This is tough. Maybe like a graham cracker.
0: I feel like he's something sturdier than a graham cracker. Okay. Maybe he's uh, like a like a like one of those you know overly toasted baguettes that you get as like crackers for charcuterie. It's like thick, kind of breaks your teeth if you bite it a little bit. Um, but brings a lot to the table.
1: Yeah, then I would <laughs> say more of like maybe an autumnal gourd or something. <laughs> right? You know the decorative ones that are out now? Uh-huh. baskets everywhere. <laughs> maybe a big pumpkin.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think that works as well. Uh, OG Ananobi, <laughs> the autumnal gourd. uh <laughs> One more. Let's go with uh, Matt Thomas. What kind of food is Matt Thomas?
1: Yogurt. (laughs) (laughs) Plain yogurt.
0: That feels like a pretty good place to leave that question off. Thank you for the question, Kyle. Uh, We're going to continue on in just a second, but a reminder that the NBA conference finals are going on right now. We have locked on shows covering all the remaining teams, locked on Nuggets, locked on Lakers, locked on Heat, Locked On Celtics with our pal John Corrales, I guess, if you want to hear about that team. Uh, But make sure you're going and checking out all of those shows on the Locked On Network. They are covering the conference finals wonderfully. I think the episode of Locked On Nuggets out today is extremely sad after what happened in Game 2 last night. So go check that out. All right, Katie, let's continue on here. A reminder, this is going to be a two-part mailbag, so you'll get the remainder of these questions on Tuesday's podcast. That's what we call teas. tease. Um, let's go with this question here. Let's stick with the food theme, shall we? This one comes from Anna at It's My Game. She asks, if each Raptor had their own Ben & Jerry's ice cream flavor, what would they be called? I
1: want to also revise and say um, Matt Thomas is a yop. You know those drinks? Hell yeah. Like more of a yop than just like a straight up yogurt.
0: And I hope <laughs> with saying yop, as happens every time I hear the, the phrase yop, uh, you get the yop song stuck in your head.
1: I don't know the song, and I don't When I, I wake, wake up in, in your morning, oh. and i still asleep. <laughs> I really don't want no dust.
0: <laughs> Jesus. That's in your head I, now for the rest of the day. Well,
1: it's not because the way that you sang it, there's really no tune. I say so. it
0: exactly the way it appears in the commercial. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> Tuneless? So <laughs> it's okay. It's not in my head.
0: All right. Not it will yet. be in somebody's head, and I'm glad for it. Uh, anytime <laughs> I can get that song stuck in someone's head. Usually it happens uh, with my lovely fiance, Alana, mm-hmm. and she hates me for a week when I do it. But, um, you know, sometimes you just got to – I don't even know how it happens. Like, it'll be like I'll say something, you know, someone will ask me a question, and I'll be like, Yep. And then I'm like, oh, yep, yup. And then I sing a song and then it ruins the week. Uh, anyway, um, back to the ice cream question, Katie.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> yes.
0: Which uh, Ben and Jerry's, uh, like, are guys are making new flavors here for all these guys?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Okay, so let's start with Kyle Lowry. What is Kyle Lowry's ice cream?
1: Like some kind of peach. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but not like peaches and cream. I feel like peach, and then some type of flavor or um, food element that uh, that can can stand in as like a charge. You know what I mean? Like a hard, right. like a crunchy kind of.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like a like a peach granola crunch or something like that.
1: Not granola. Um, <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Maybe like, um, I'm also trying to think of traditional, like ice cream, mm-hmm. ice cream elements. Uh, maybe like a sharp shard of like car- caramel,
0: peach caramel. Interesting. Um, my it's suggestion not sharp that
1: it would hurt you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my suggestion, along the lines, I think we're trying to think of like hearty ingredients to sort of match Kyle Lowry. And obviously the peach is there. That's the base flavor for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but so a couple of weeks ago when it was peach season still, I got some Ontario peaches and I made ice cream just by slicing some peaches and then sort of heating up some blueberry jam. Make it like making a quick little blueberry jam and putting it on top. And it was uh, wonderful. And so I, I wonder if maybe like a peach blueberry swirl type thing with some like frozen, if you go to, if you're ever going to Nova Scotia, there's lots of places that'll give you like ice cream with like fresh Oxford blueberries in it. And it's amazing. And again, it's a hearty fruit. It grows in tough climates. And that kind of, I think matches Kyle's demeanor mixed with the peach, obviously for the ass that to me feels like a, like a, like a peach blueberry swirl with like maybe chunks of like frozen blueberries type of thing. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, that works.
0: Okay, that's good. Cool. Uh, let's go to Pascal Siakam. What kind of ice cream would Pascal Siakam have? Probably something with some sort of uh, intense swirl slash spin, right?
1: Yeah, like a sp- um, probably like you know when you get bars of chocolate that have like chili. So like maybe oh, some yeah. kind of like chocolate chili swirl. Ooh.
0: Um, I would eat like the that. hell out of that. Yeah, that sounds like my kind of ice cream. Very good. Um, yeah, just like a little bit of like a scotch bonnet ripple.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's pretty intense, but mm. sure.
0: You you pair it with like a, a pretty decadent uh chocolate I think that like a chocolate fudge like you would find like a moosh tracks or something like that.
1: Yeah. I think that's yeah. a good
0: counterbalance. Um Serge Bacca, what is his Ben and Jerry's flavor?
1: Um, okay.
0: It's gonna be something fucked up isn't it
1: <laughs> no i don't like because i don't think serge like for dessert he's not trying to eat those that like something messed up he's not trying to do a gotcha moment
0: i'm just thinking he's got like leftovers from his how hungry are you shoots and then he's around? got the ice cream machine over there like it's chopped and he's like all mm. right we're doing uh lamb brain and herb gloop ice cream
1: i mean i was like thinking that. something like pretty decadent but like really classy you know
0: it feels like maybe Ben and Jerry's dips their toe into the gelato realm just for Serge Ibaka.
1: They have that, don't they? I don't know. Do they? Let's see.
0: Ben and Jerry's gelato. This is good podcasting.
1: I'm <laughs> not seeing anything.
0: No. They have, they have sorbet. Okay.
1: Um, which is I think too light. Yeah, too light for Serge.
0: Although it would be a nice palate cleanser after whatever the hell he's cooked up for you for dinner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this one's tough. Mm-hmm. I'm like thinking maybe like something rich, like maybe like a coconut. Mm. Um, I guess I just can't. The thing I think about Serge the most these days is that dance he was doing on his birthday. Yeah, yeah. And like the billowing kind of silk shirt and like that song, which I can't get out of my head, which I love, um, whatever it is. But yeah, I don't know. Like something coconut. um, What's like a decadent fruit? Mm, mm, um.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Decadent fruit. I've never really thought of fruit as decadent before. Um, Yeah. Maybe some sort of like, uh, no, not like a banana split type of thing. Mm-mm. That's too much. I'm thinking That's like persimony
1: enough. or like okay. fresh figs and like Ooh. honey, something like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He does not really an ice cream kind of mm-hmm. guy, it seems. But yeah. Also, if you like, he had a colorful, colorful, colorful black shirt, there right? Yeah. I had a stroke on the air. That's cool. Um, <laughs> he, his shirt was very colorful, right? Super colorful. Yeah, so maybe yes. like a, a sorbet, like a rainbow sorbet in the colors of his shirt from his birthday video. Okay, okay. sure, yeah. yeah. Or a rainbow sherbet, I should say, not a sorbet. <laughs> um, all right, a couple more. Norman Powell. What is the Norman Powell Ben and Jerry's flavor?
1: Uh, something, this is like something weird. This is like,
0: <laughs>
1: I don't know. Um, this would be... I know like uh, Pascal and Fred had the like a champ witch commercial but i feel like powell's would be like something like peanut butter and jelly ice cream but i think that already exists i feel like something weird like a buttered popcorn and like i don't know like a shawarma
0: (laughs) oh maybe Mm -hmm. a baklava ice cream
1: oh yeah that's much better yeah yeah i'm glad we arrived at that yeah thank you (laughs) putrid (laughs) Uh, other options i was putting forward
0: oh my god uh (laughs) i mean i would try all of them a shawarma ice cream a little garlic sauce on top hell yeah uh no that's disgusting i'm sorry i just ruined everybody's day um (laughs) by the way you say a peanut butter and jelly ice cream situation is weird
1: no, I mean, I said it, I was like, when I said it, I was like, oh, actually, that sounds pretty good.
0: Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, uh, it was like the, the next day after my peach blueberry ice cream experiment, still had the same carton of ice cream going on, and so I did, uh, I, I melted some peanut butter, poured it over, to- over top with a dollop of jam, and it was uh,
1: yeah, that sounds pretty, pretty
0: divine, good. yeah, and um, I'm just making myself hungry on this podcast. Also, I'm not as unhealthy as it seems. That I it was a little treat for ice cream. I don't usually eat ice cream all that often, so I'm not some uh bilious uh <laughs> monster who can only eat sweets. Um, last one here, Chris Boucher. What does Chris Boucher have in his ice cream?
1: Um, oof. Uh some type of like raw Quebec um like sheep's milk ice cream. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> i mean you can oh, make maybe a,
1: like maple like maybe from i'm thinking of like a sugar shack kind of
0: mm-hmm. i was gonna flavor. suggest a, a tardo sucre uh, oh yeah
1: that would be nice
0: yeah or you know poutine swirl no
1: <laughs> no no more fries savory. and ice cream
0: french fries and ice cream is a thing
1: no more savory right, is fine. it not yeah. to me. People never... dip their
0: fries in their Wendy's Frosty, I believe, is like the... Oh, you know, yeah. That yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Okay. But not like... I pictured like a dish.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we don't need cheese and gravy also in that ice cream, so... No, thank you. you know. Yeah. I think a, a Tardo sucre ice cream would be probably acceptable Um, good question Anna thank you so much for sending that in we're going to continue on here but first I want to tell you about another delicious thing in addition to ice cream you could also have yourself a built bar and man it is just the best tasting protein bar you're ever going to find and they have six new flavors as well they don't necessarily have uh, poutine flavored or anything like that but they have stuff that actually tastes good they have caramel brownie cookies and cream cherry barcia lemon almond cheesecake carrot cake apple almond crisp as well as brand new flavors joining their regular comp of their original 12, including mint brownie and my absolute favorite toffee almond bars are covered in 100% chocolate and they're soft and easy to chew. And they're great for the health conscious person as well. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and they're great for keto diets as well. Some of the flavor profiles, for example, you've got coconut almond, 18 grams of protein, 180 calories, and just five grams of sugar and five grams of net carbs. And then you have cookies and cream, one of the new ones, just uh, 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, four grams of sugar, and four grams of net carbs. And the nice thing about a built Bar is you bite into it, it doesn't taste like a gritty, sandy, chalky mess. It just tastes kind of or it feels kind of like a Mars bar in your mouth while also being... Healthy for you, and right now, Built Bar is offering you a free cooler with your purchase while supplies last. So get on it right away. Go to builtbar.com and use the promo code Lockedon On to get ten dollars off your next order, in addition to a free cooler. Again, that's promo code Locked On for ten bucks off and a free cooler at builtbar.com. All right, Katie, a couple more questions here to wrap up today's episode. Um, this question here comes from. Hmm. This is a very good one. This is uh, from at midlife vertical 40 and dunking who asks which player is the closest thing to a Plumlee that the Raptors have had on their (laughs) roster. A Greg Steamsma B Jake Bosco C Michael Bradley or D someone else. Very, very good question from midlife vertical Katie. I know we love Greg Steamsma on this podcast, so I'm probably not going to go with him. He's a little bit too wholesome and good to be a Plumley, but I guess we should start this question. What is your view of the Plumly?
1: First, I don't think I don't like this. I mean, I know why he asked this question because I was talking about how the Plumley blew that game last night, Uh, and you can never hinge your hopes on a Plumley ever. But I don't think any. I don't know of any Raptor that has like has had the cursed uh, cursed like energy of a Plumley. I mean, even with some like pretty cursed players Mm -hmm. um i don't know Plumleys are just like uh, they're just like (laughs) these hulking um i don't know they're like these hulking interchangeable uh like wet blankets way too intense but like like intense inversion like intense on a bad way you're not you don't really get anything good out of that intensity very often kind of confused you know Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: and I'd yeah. say Miles is like one of the he's like as I guess as the he's the youngest, right?
0: Miles Marshall, I think, is the youngest. He didn't really oh, get true. much of a cup of coffee in the NBA. Plumley, bro, no. there's four of them,
1: yeah, and there's a sister. Um, I was gonna say, I wonder if as they get younger, though, the energy kind of has tapered, you know, it's like mm. not as concentrated because I didn't really like. Miles seemed like the most innocuous one until that, that weird thing he pulled last night. So I'd say the Plum Well, That league. was
0: Mason last night.
1: That was Mason. Yeah. So see, there you go. They're <laughs> <Air> interchangeable. Um, <laughs> that was Mason? Yeah. How old is Mason?
0: Mason's 30. Miles is no longer in the league, I don't think. Although he was famous for uh, getting an enormous contract from the Bucks, I think. And then uh, not really ever living up to it. He's 32. Marshall
1: Marshall is the army guy.
0: Yeah, and Marshall is 28. Okay. Man, having three plumleys come out of you in four years, that's a lot. Too many.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of plumleys (laughs) in the world. And Marshall played for the Bucks, which Uh, that's like a that's like a very fitting plumley team, I think. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know Raptors wise. I mean, I I think some people might be like, oh, psycho tea, but I don't think at all. Like that's like a different type of chaotic energy that actually sometimes could spark good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't think the Plum lie are really like, they're not very aggressive. Like they're, they're, they're kind of just like. They're just duds, man. They're just
1: duds. Sorry. Mm -hmm. So
0: Michael Bradley (laughs) might be the answer here. Michael Bradley was kind of a dud who also had like the pedigree of college basketball kind of. Backing him up, mm-hmm. um, he was like a superstar of Villanova, and then came in and was uh, kind of uh, not good even a little bit. So that might be the answer here. And, and I guess it depends on the the Plumlee you're looking for. Like Hoffa Ruggio never got good enough to be any of these guys, but he kind of embodies the same like spirit a little bit. Um, I mean, he's kind of akin to Marshall, I, I guess.
1: <laughs> I mean, we should count our blessings that we. This is difficult. Yeah, you know there isn't a clear I means. Like you've, you know, it's. I feel like it's rare for an NBA team to have been untouched by a Plumly
0: mm-hmm. Plumly,
1: um, just given their spread and reach. It seems like.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you a Plumly or a Zeller person? If you had to pick one,
1: neither. But like, obviously <laughs> Zeller. Oh, you know what? I actually kind of like Zeller because um, there. I think it was. I think. I was looking up like, you know, when you look on Google at like team roster pictures and sometimes they'll just change randomly. Mm -hmm.
0: Um,
1: At one point I was looking at the Hornets like roster pictures and someone had replaced or like the Google one that came up of Cody Zeller was a picture of him like bleeding from the face. Like his blood was just all (laughs) over his face and it was like, you know, all beside him were just like then smiling headshots of his teammates. And then at his, it was just like blood. I was like, wow, I kind of respect this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't know who did it and it went away pretty quick but i liked it
0: that's great um really good question uh cursed question but very good question either way so thank you for that and i think that's going to bring us to the end of part one of our mailbag podcast we have a lot more questions to get to those will all come to you on tuesday's podcast so please make sure you are checking that out uh katie before we uh dip for now do you have anything that you would like to promote
1: um i guess i can like make a small announcement because the the news has come out this morning but uh dishes and dimes is is very happy and excited to be joining the basketball news uh network we're bringing the podcast over there which is fantastic
0: yeah that rules uh congratulations on that dishes and dimes taking over the world and you love to see it (laughs) it's great um We'll, uh, you'll be back again on Tuesday. You can plug more stuff then if you'd like, Katie. Uh, <laughs> until then, you can find me at Woodley Sean. Subscribe to, rate, and review. It's much appreciated when you do that for this podcast and all of the other Locked On related podcast. It's uh, it's a very nice thing for you to do and it takes like two seconds to pull it off as well. Um, and uh, as I mentioned off the top or in the middle of the podcast, whatever it was, the other Locked On shows covering the NBA teams remaining in the NBA playoffs are doing wonderful work right now. Locked On Lakers, Locked On Nuggets, Locked On Heat, Locked On Celtics. Go find those, subscribe, rate, review, and uh, support them too. As much as we uh, dislike the Celtics, we know John Corrales is our buddy and he's nice and cool and he's uh, covering that series in great detail. So go and check that out. And uh, with that, we will wrap it up. We'll talk to you again on Tuesday with another episode of Locked on Raptors.